Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I started talking about Russia, and I've got more stories. No matter how you stack these stories, they are all stories that are good for Ukraine, very bad for Russia. There is no description here that puts them in a good light at all. They are not doing well. Over on the text line, Vince, political establishment needs war, and half of Ukraine wants to be Russian. On my comment about... Christians being targeted by LGBTQ groups. No, Christians are stupid and easy targets. They, out of all the religions, are the most divided, hypocritical, and businesses-driven. All other religions have to condemn, condemn themselves if someone in their group does something stupid. Christians will argue that for the Second Amendment and give their brother the right to do what he did. What are you talking about? This is strange. Perhaps you can call and clarify the point that you're trying to make. Other than your selective hostility toward Christianity. I find it hard to believe Russia hasn't won by now. If they can't use nukes, their military sucks. <laughs> is being under Russian control a lot worse than being under CIA control? A tyrant is a tyrant. Ooh. Blessings for your voice to hold up. Trust you're better soon. We need your insights now more than ever. You think so, huh? During World War II, Ukrainians would rather have served under Hitler than Joseph Stalin. What does that tell you about Russia? Ooh. Tells you a lot, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Tells you a whole lot. I told you we have several stories, a number of stories, all of them portraying the same story, the same narrative, which is Russia is a country that is getting humiliated by Ukraine. AP reporting this. Ukraine claimed Monday that it took several more villages, pushing Russian forces right back to the northeastern border. Part of a lightning counteroffensive that forced Moscow to withdraw troops from some areas in recent days. After months of little discernible movement on the battlefield, Kiev's sudden momentum has lifted Ukrainian morale and provoked outrage in Russia. And even some rare public criticism of President Vladimir Putin's war. 
As Ukrainian flags began to flutter over one city emerging from Russian occupation, a local leader alleged Kremlin's troops had committed atrocities against civilians there similar to those in other places seized by Russia. In some areas of the front, our defenders reached the state border with the Russian Federation. Over the weekend, the Russian Defense Ministry said troops would be pulled from two areas in that region to regroup. There were reports of chaos as Russian troops pulled out in haste. One resident of a recently liberated city. The Russians were here in the morning, then at noon they suddenly started shouting wildly and began to run away. <laughs> this is crazy, folks. Not yet clear if the Ukrainian blitz could signal a turning point in the war, though some analysts suggested it might be a while. They're cautioning. They would likely be fighting for months more. Momentum has switched back and forth before. Still, the mood is jubilant across the country. Washington Examiner. Get a load of this headline. After 200 days of war, the tide has turned in Ukraine's favor. The greatest counteroffensive since World War II. Military experts gushing over Ukraine's stunning military advances over the past 72 hours, which broke through Russian lines in the Kharkiv region, reclaimed more than 1,200 square miles of occupied territory, and forced hundreds of humiliated Russian troops to retreat in disarray abandoning their equipment and running for their lives. One villager telling the Washington Post they just dropped rifles on the ground. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Urban war expert John Spencer, Ukraine has launched the greatest counteroffensive since World War II. Look what they have done. They have achieved the unachievable. Ukraine's ambassador to the U.S., Oksana Markarova, telling CBS, we don't have any other choice. We have to win. This counteroffensive shows we can win. We will advance. As we said before, we will not surrender. We will liberate all Ukraine because this is what we have to do, not only to restore our territorial integrity, but to save all of our people who are under occupation. Videos posted on social media showing grateful Ukrainians kissing their liberators, while Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky thanked his forces and warned there would be more tough fighting ahead. You know better than anyone else. There's a little romance in war and a lot of hard work. The path to victory is a difficult one, but we are sure you're capable of it. Today everyone sees and notes your actions in the north, south, and east of Ukraine, the world is impressed. Meanwhile, in Russian media, critics were arguing about who was responsible for the debacle and debating what Russian President Vladimir Putin should do next. You know he has to be very, very unhappy about what's going on now. I want to take you back to March of this year. And I remember playing this audio for you. It was from Colonel Douglas McGregor. And I have a story, companion story for this, how he was writing the Ukraine regime's obituary as the media works on saving face. I love this story. 
From the very beginning of the Russian special operation in Ukraine, the Western media deliberately portrayed what was happening in a distorted light, exaggerating Moscow's miscalculations and Kiev's imaginary successes. However, this led to serious negative consequences, including a global economic crisis. Now the American media has to gradually prepare the audience to admit failure. Who wrote this? Douglas MacArthur. <laughs> Douglas McGregor, sorry. <laughs> Can't get him confused with MacArthur. I'm glad he was not in the place of MacArthur, because this guy does not know what he's talking about. This was an article for the American Conservative months ago, ladies and gentlemen. He goes on, Western media have gone to great lengths in recent months to portray the Ukrainian military as much more powerful than it really is. McGregor served as an advisor to the U.S. Secretary of Defense in the Trump administration. At the same time, real information about the course of special operation in the West was distorted. And the same footage was replicated many times to create the impression of miscalculations by the Russian forces. I'm not just going to read this article. I think you've heard enough of it. I want you to hear what this buffoon had to say. This is another example of experts who do not know as much as they think they know. I want you to hear his comments, and we'll appreciate your comments as well, whether you want to text or to call. Right here. Stay with us. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. on the broadcast and I certainly welcome your thoughts along the way if you'd like to join the conversation the Ingalls Markets talk line 800-928-1110 800-928-1110 the common sense retirement planning text line is 71307 for the break I was sharing with you a story from way back in the spring of this so-called expert who is so confident Colonel Douglas McGregor that all that you were hearing about Russian blunders and Ukrainian successes, it's all propaganda, nonsense. Well, 
It's one thing for me to tell you. It's another thing for you to hear from the man himself. This is a piece of audio that certainly has not aged well at all. Keep in mind, this audio is from March of this year. We're now in September. Okay? Remember that. As you hear these words from Colonel Douglas McGregor. Listen up. The uh, first five days, uh, Russian forces, I think, frankly, were too gentle. Uh, they've now corrected that. So I would say another 10 days, this should be completely over. But the question is, uh, what is it that Zelensky is going to do? The Russians have made it very clear what they want is a neutral Ukraine. This could have ended days ago if he accepted that. And then they can adjust the borders. But the eastern part of Ukraine is firmly in Russian hands. But again, the Russians are not seizing territory. They're destroying Ukrainian forces. That's their focus. Colonel, it sounds like you don't approve of Zelensky's stand. Oh, I think Zelensky is a puppet. Uh, and he is putting huge numbers of his own population at unnecessary risk. And uh, quite frankly, most of what comes out of Ukraine is debunked as lies within 24 to 48 hours. The notions well, of taking and retaking airfields, all of this is nonsense. It hasn't happened. He's not a, a hero when he's standing up for himself and his own <laughs> people? You don't think he's a hero? No, I, I do not. I don't see anything heroic about the man. And I think the most heroic thing that he can do right now is to come to terms with reality. Neutralize Ukraine. <clears throat> this is not a bad thing. A neutral Ukraine would be good for us as well as for Russia. It would create the buffer that, frankly, both sides want. But he's, I think, being told to hang on and, and try to drag this out, which is tragic for the people that have to live through this. <laughs> so much for experts, huh? This guy was completely wrong. <laughs> One of the comments I gleaned from this piece of audio, 10 days and this is completely over. This was back in March. I'm so glad this guy is apparently no longer serving in our military. He's retired. That's where he belongs. And certainly not in any advisory position right now. God forbid. Completely wrong. <laughs> this texture says, Vince, maybe the Biden administration could stop sending the Ukraine billions of dollars a week to fund their proxy war. <laughs> Don't hold your breath. Phil says the war will continue as long as millions of dollars can be siphoned off by government officials and politicians. That's how it works. I would hope Ukraine is doing well. We've certainly paid them enough to fund winning this war. After months of spinning in the eyes of the Russian bear, who believes this man was really intimidated by a phone call from Trump? Exactly. Is this all according to Ukrainian sources? Well, if you believe that a news release from the Russian military that they're pulling back is from a Ukrainian source, come on. <laughs> Interesting. Rip from today's headlines. Tic-tac war. It's not a game that you can play forever and nobody wins. That's from Dean. Really, another Trump appointee who doesn't know what they were doing? Amazing. <laughs> and we have this texter who's throwing some shade on your host. It starts here. If I can find this. 
where did that text go? But it was kind of amusing in reference to uh, some comments that were made earlier by a texter here. Where did that go? I will try to recover that. This person says, your criticism is unjust. It was going to end in 10 days. But us and other countries gave our tax money to them. You think that's the only reason? That's kind of interesting. Also, I think there's an aspect of the Ukraine conflict we're overlooking. Having been to Russia several times in years past with the Supreme Allied Commander, Europe, and actually talked to members of the military, I found them fiercely loyal and dedicated to what they deemed just causes for their country. But equally against policies for the ego of their leaders, a lesson learned from Hitler. I simply don't think those boots on the ground engaged in this conflict have their hearts in it. Therefore, I see this less Ukraine winning and more the soldiers don't want this war. Daryl, I think you've hit something on the head. What's the real point here? Why? And these soldiers have to be asking this question over and over again. Why are we in this country? What are we in here for? What's in this for us? What's the point? What is the point? I wonder whose puppet General McGregor thinks Zelensky is. Good question. Vince, I tend to believe McGregor versus the fake news media and the warmongers. That propaganda is just about as bad as you demonstrably saying that Joe Biden would not win the election. When did I say Joe Biden would not win the election? Talking 2024? I wonder if history will record and compare the rainbow flag with swastikas as representing the same level of evil. Sometimes you don't see things for what they are on the inside looking out. Hmm. I agree with a previous texter's comparison regarding tyrants. The question I have is, would you rather serve under Hitler or Biden? I'm not talking about where we are currently. But where he'd like to take us. I think Hitler would be proud of a government promoting CRT and flying the rainbow flag. Hmm. Also, good to see our tax dollars working wonders in the Ukraine. (laughs) Sure would be nice if the overlords would address our own border security. (laughs) Don't hold your breath waiting for that. It's crazy. Very unfortunate situation here. The person that said we need your insight more than ever is the problem in the country. I and others recognize your show and statements are purely entertainment. <laughs> Meanwhile, others are believing everything you and others say as news. This is your fault. You're just doing what you do. Too many people can't separate fact from entertainment and will argue entertainment talking points and then storm school board meetings, city council meetings, and the Capitol. So what I'm doing here is just entertainment. Boy, that's news to me. Stay with us.
On the text line, Vince, it's still propaganda. Biden supported its propaganda. Nobody will win. Russia will stand ground. I don't believe anything I hear or see on the news. I don't even believe that you don't feel good. <laughs> Tell you what, would you give me your address so I can come over and sneeze on you? I see that you're in South Carolina. <laughs> the point is to protect the biolabs America had there and Russia bombed. Oh, so that's the objective. Vince Jesus needs to show up and touch all. It's got to happen. Thanks for what you do. We definitely need that touch, don't we? Vince, Russia versus Ukraine is like the Bloods versus the Crips. No good guys. Hmm. Moscow negotiates a deal with Biden. Yep, collusion. Elections are closer. They never learn the lesson. Don't trust Russians. Vince Zelensky is the globalist puppet, just like Biden. This person would like to know, what will Nancy Pelosi do when she loses her speaker position after the fall election? Will she continue to write fiction as a book author? Who knows? By the way, I'm going to make a prediction. I'm going to make two predictions. If the House goes to Republican control, Nancy Pelosi is going to retire. She does not want to be around as minority leader. Mark my word. And this is to Bernie, who's listening to this program right now, monitoring the broadcast. You can flag this, because we're going to play this back in the fall, after the November elections. If Nancy Pelosi loses her speaker position, she will announce her retirement. I'm going to make another prediction. If Mitch McConnell does not succeed in getting the Senate back this time around, I think he's going to retire. So we can say good riddance to both of these old fogies. Good riddance. I think they're gone. If they can't be in charge, they don't want to be in Washington. Just my prediction. Ha ha, Vince, that entertainment text is going to be the funniest text of the week. Then we storm the Capitol. Kind of silly, isn't it? <laughs> I wonder if one day we'll ex actually wise up and call anything the World Economic Forum puts out as dissemination of misinformation. Hmm. Very good question. I want to touch on something that's good news and something that is despicable before we go. Hope I'm pronouncing this woman's name correctly. This woman is a Looney Tune. Representative Pramila Jayapal, is that how her name is pronounced? Get a load of this. She included the 9-11 terrorists among the people who were killed that day. Yes. That's what she did. Included the 9-11 hijackers among those who lost their lives on that fateful day 21 years ago yesterday. She added the extra 19 to her commemorative death toll in a tribute on her Instagram and Twitter, bringing the total number to 2996. She later deleted the tweet and edited her Instagram after the immediate backlash. This is crazy. Today we remember the 2,996 people who were killed on 9-11 and all those who lost their lives while serving our country in the forever wars that followed. People on Twitter noted that Jayapal made the same, quote, mistake when commemorating the 9-11 death toll one year ago. No, ladies and gentlemen, this was not the first time 
Not at all. She did this last year. Matthew Faldi on Twitter. Why on earth is Pramila Jayapal including the 19 radical Islamic terrorist hijackers in the 9-11 death count. This is not a mistake. She regularly mourns the 19 radical Islamic terrorists who declared war on civilization. This woman's off her rocker. She's done this two years in a row now. This is not an error. It was intentional. Jeff B. 29... 177 people died on 9-11. Representative Jayapal wants to make sure you understand she's remembering the 19 hijackers who murdered the other 2,977 people altogether as one. She just wanted to make sure you knew. In her now edited Instagram post, Jayapal simply remembered every life lost on 9-11 while lamenting the climate of hate that our Arab, Muslim, Sikh, and other immigrant communities have had to endure. It's crazy. Let's recommit ourselves to choosing love over hate and unity over division as she continues to sow the seeds of hate and division. All of these people do that. In another tweet, Jaipal called for Americans to also remember the hate, discrimination, and erosion of civil liberties they had to endure. 9-11 is when my path into activism and organizing truly began. So much changed that day, and so much has happened in the intervening two decades, but our work still continues. Today, we must remember the communities right here at home that suffered so much, not only through the terrorist attacks that affected every American psyche, but also the hate, discrimination, and erosion of civil liberties they had to endure. So, I just thought you ought to know an example of yet another person who is friendly to terrorists in our U.S. Congress. Isn't that wonderful? Tragic that people in that district put this woman in office. Scary, isn't it? Some good news to report as we close. Gas prices tumbling throughout the U.S., you remember when things peaked at 502 a gallon back in June? As of Friday, it's now 374, more than 25% lower than the June peak. That's pretty good. An improvement. As for gasoline futures, down more than 10% in the last trading sessions, the last 10. So lower retail prices are still to come. And this is not about Biden or anybody else. Market forces bring the price down. Thank goodness. Final stretch of the Vince Coakley radio program on this Monday. Time for us to take a look at the day in history. Total of eight questions here. We begin in the year 1609. How are you today, Chris? I'm doing well. Hope you are. Not bad at all. Kicking along here. We begin with this person. His name is Henry Hudson. That's your big hint. He sailed his sloop into what is now the harbor. What harbor was it that he sailed into? 
I will assume the Hudson River. Uh, I'll give that to you. What state is it in? New York. New York. It's actually New York Harbor. And, yes, Henry Hudson. That's your the big clue there. That's why it's known as the Hudson River now, ladies and gentlemen. 1846. Poets Elizabeth Barrett and Robert Browning. Not familiar with these two. But they did something that a lot of young people do when they don't want their parents to know they're getting married. What did they do? Eloped. They eloped in 1846. Shameful behavior. Just kidding. I hope I pronounced this correctly. The Lascaux cave paintings were discovered in this European country. They were 15 to 17,000 years old. Can you imagine how much they're worth? Do you know what country they're from? Was it Luxembourg? No, it's actually France. Nobody mentions Luxembourg. I know. I know. Poor country. Must feel very neglected. Landlocked. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. 1953, we have a what amounts to, for many people in this country, a royal wedding. The bride was Jackie Bouvier, who was the groom. Uh, John Kennedy? You are correct. JFK, Jackie Bouvier, married on this day in 1953. 1959, boy, westerns were really big in television for quite some time. In 1959, we had the premiere of this television show. And, uh, I don't know, you might uh, find some scenes on the Ponderosa. What was the name of this show? Bonanza. Bonanza. Debuted on this day in 1959. And speaking of TV shows, this group that looked a lot like the Beatles, they got their own show. Their pilot aired on NBC on this day in 1966. Hey, hey, who were they? They were the monkeys. The monkeys. They look so much like the Beatles. Isn't it amazing? I mean, it's pretty clear they were kind of like knockoffs. And people would clearly say not as talented. Nonetheless, 1995, this basketball team, they unfortunately experienced a little bit of a setback. Their 8,800... 29-game winning streak came to an end. They were beaten by retired NBA stars. Who were these famous basketball players? Was it the Harlem Globetrotters? The Harlem Globetrotters. Can you believe that? 8,829 games in a row? Well, That's you pretty know, impressive. They're tossing confetti out of buckets. I'm thinking the fix is in. <laughs> That's pretty good. Then in 2011... Very appropriately, 10 years after a very tragic event, this memorial museum opened in New York City. What was it? What was the year? 2011. Uh, The 9-11 Memorial. 9-11 Memorial Museum opened up in New York City. And uh, we understand that um, it may be closing due to the pandemic, absolutely crushing tourism. They've had quite a time in New York State, as you can imagine. Well, let's talk about a bizarre find in two homes out in New Mexico. This is a weird story, 
that also includes a mystery. Here's the headline in U.S. News. Authorities in New Mexico found an alligator, large quantities of drugs, guns, and money at two homes in Albuquerque last month. What's missing? They're still searching for a young tiger they think is being illegally kept as a pet. They actually have a picture of this cute little tiger. Adorable little thing. It looks like it's small enough to fit into... I don't know what this is, but it's small. So an alligator, drugs, money, guns, all seized at a raid at two homes in Albuquerque last month. And now New Mexico wildlife officials saying they're still searching for that young tiger they believe is being kept illegally as a pet. They think this tiger is with someone in New Mexico or nearby state. The animal, believed to be less than a year old and weigh under 60 pounds. By the way, to give you some context on this, when you're talking about tigers, as you well know, these are not small little cats. It's not like, oh, this is my little baby tiger. Guess what? A baby tiger right now, a one-year-old, probably weighs about 60 pounds. That's a lot. And tigers can grow to 600 pounds. The problem here is they're warning that calling large meat-eating animals like tigers and alligators pets, that's a clear danger to the public. Wild tigers, as you know, are an endangered species. Alligators, listed as endangered in the U.S. from 67 to 87, but they thrive now. The alligator seized by authorities about three feet long. It was taken to a wildlife facility. And it is safe. Authorities have arrested a 26-year-old man, and they seized 2 pounds of heroin, 10 pounds of cocaine, 49 pounds of marijuana, 17 rifles and pistols, fentanyl, and Xanax pills, along with $42,000. That is quite a fine, ladies and gentlemen. We just hope they find that tiger and that nobody gets hurt. Thanks for joining us, folks. Have yourselves a great day. God bless you. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.